The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the flogcast for round 21. Bay 13's resident baker, Starburns, is here, and I'm joined by the suburban netballer from Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Greetings. And Bay 13's Robin Williams from North Dan. Can, it, can this be the last week I get referred to as Robin Williams? <laughs> Next week you can be Robbie Williams. I, I would much prefer that. Can you sing? At least, no, I can't sing, but that guy's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is, is Robbie Williams a sad clown, though? No, I don't think he is. I think he's a happy clown. He just wants to no, rock. DJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a sad clown. What are you giving about? <laughs> you know what? Hello, friends. I went. I went looking. I went looking to see when you'd been online because you turned up late, Dan. And I, I, I hate to get sidetracked here, but I'm going to do it because it amused me greatly. Yeah, I went looking to see when you were going to turn up, like, and I clicked your profile to see when was he last on. And the top of your profile wall is a post from Grug, <laughs> which says. Grug hopes that one day you will cheer up and find happiness. <laughs> and this was back in March. Yeah, but that, that moron was, was posting on everyone's profile. I don't <laughs> yes, even but know he chose to talk about how you need to find happiness. So, is that you? Is it, are you Grug? No, Grug was no, Vesty. Everybody knows Vestie that. Vesty was Grug. Oh, well, Vesty's just a, an autistic shithead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Grug cheerfully waves at Morgan. <laughs> what did I? What did I? Did I? Resp- I forget. Did I respond back? You said blow me. Wow. And on that note, pure tears. Who wants to go first? Big week of football. Big weekend. Uh, I have tears. I'm I sad. Have tears. Sad. No, I'm not sad. <laughs> I cough, idiot. I'm not sad. I'm fine. All right? I turn up. I'm still here. I'm good. Um, but I do have tears. And I have tears for the predictable good bloke propaganda that we're getting for Andrew Gaff in light of his actions over the weekend. Um, here, here. What, are we actually getting good bloke propaganda on this? Oh, heaps of it. I don't care how much of a good bloke you are. There are some things where you just can't fucking excuse. Who he is as an individual is irrelevant. Yes, because he did what he did. Yeah. It's it's, as irrelevant as how old Andrew Brayshaw is. Well, that is, (laughs) well, to a degree Uh, that is relevant. Because you're talking about an 18-year-old. I mean, I know, I know legal age, you're 18 and you're considered an adult, but at that age, you're essentially still a kid. Physically and mentally, you're still growing as a human being. Yeah, he's, you're, not, you're, picking on, you're picking on the littlest guy, in a way. Yeah. It's, I, I think the age if, does play a slight I, role. I don't, I personally, I, I, no. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's what's being shoved down our throat, that it doesn't matter how old he, he is. This is by the West Coast supporters. It doesn't matter how old he is because he's an adult, he's playing a man's game, blah, blah, blah. 
if you're not going to consider that when you consider what happened, then we're not going to consider the 175 games of this good bloke. Oh, okay. I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I, get I, your I don't agree. I don't agree. But if I have to defend the situation to idiots on Twitter for one more second, I'll spew up. And Suze, you're fucking wrong. Stop <laughs> fighting me on Twitter. <laughs> well, oh, please link us to that. Um, yes, please please link us and quote what, what she said. Yes. Um, it's been a while since I've seen a decent Suzyism. Um, Just be careful. She might call, she might call Acorn on, onto you, though. No, no, she doesn't hate me. She just wanted... She just wanted me to consider that he feels guilty, and I don't care that he feels guilty. And she says he's remorseful, and I don't care that he's remorseful. Because he he is sorry for what he did only because it affects him. At the time, that's what I'm sad about. I think, no, I think you can be genuinely sorry about doing it, but it does not change the fact that you did. Who cares? It's just like you can... It's... To use the fact of the murderer who goes into jail and comes out, you know, it doesn't, it rarely happens, but actually comes out reformed and remorseful and all that shit and actually might become a decent human being. It doesn't change what they did. And this is the same. No, and you only need a snap, you only need a snap once. It doesn't mm. matter if you've never done it before. You've done it now. Yeah, that's, that's with you. It doesn't matter if he's Barry Hall or not. It's still the same and fucking thing. If we... If we as a collective of supporters don't boo this man for the entirety of his career, then that's an injustice. I will boo him every time he goes near the ball. For North. For North. No. no. Even with my North scarf on. <laughs> no. We don't, no. Played his last game for West Coast, so I think that much is clear. Um. So, yeah, you, you're going to get 12 weeks, Gaff, and you deserve it. I think you get 12, I reckon you'll get 8 to 10. It's a very strange brain fart. Like, he, it, like if to draw the parallel between Staker and Hall again, Staker's giving a fair bit of niggle before he gets belted. This one's this one's pretty tame, and then all of a sudden, he, you know, he's he's escalated it. He's gone, like, four steps up in one go. He's gone, he's escalated that from about a 3 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10 in like, in one go, instead of going four, five, six, you know, letting it play out like that. He's just gone straight for the fist over nothing. He's not, a, he's not a good bloke. I don't care who you are. He's got a career to... He's got a career to earn everyone's respect... Oh, half a career to earn everyone's respect back and never do it again. And people won't forget, but at least it'll be an isolated incident. I guess. He didn't have my respect to begin with. He's gone a <laughs> hundred after this. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully Brayshaw can... Uh, I mean, is it too early to say what his what he injury, how many weeks he'll be out for? He's going to eat through a straw for the next month. Oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> It's okay, fucked well, up. That's it. That, your season's finished then. Yeah. Poor guy. No stakes for you. <laughs> oh, unless you put it in the blender. It is interesting that all of a sudden the fact that everybody sulks about, or oh, the outcome shouldn't matter, but when he gets a broken jaw, I think everyone just accepts that the penalty should be severe. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's the whole argument over outcome and all that shit, and everyone's like, oh, but just because someone got concussed or didn't shouldn't mean like weeks or weeks, but... Jeez, break his jaw. 
And yes, he must get 12 because he broke his jaw. Mm. And his teeth. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just funny that sometimes we care about the outcome and sometimes we're supposed to not. Yeah. I've I've got goo. Josh Jenkins. (laughs) I think it was absolutely hilarious that he told the truth. Just so funny. And it just makes it even more amusing because justifies the poor posters complaining and there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> and the AFL and, and, and the AFL don't even agree, so it's just like bad luck. Well I think they agree like, that it's inconclusive. It's inconclusive. I love the fact that he just said I love the fact that he said that his grandmother told him not to tell fibs <laughs> in the post. It's it's it is absolutely why. hilarious. And Kern going on his massive fucking sook over. It's like, it's like, the AFL need to sort this. And everyone's saying that. And it's like, what do they need to sort? The system worked as it's supposed to. What sort of other camera angle do they want to see that? Why can we not oh. have something in the ball that once it hits the post, like a light goes off, like the AFL X posts that light up? <laughs> Because all it takes uh, is one idiot to crash into it and the thing goes or it malfunctions true. or... Yeah, but so it's you, like, yeah, if it's, if if it's like a... a shot yes, and no, you've got opposition what, players hitting... Listen, brains, that's why I said, why can't we have something in the ball, in the ball, so when the ball hits the post, like, I don't know, something magnetic. What to stop the defender from replicating uh, a slight well, touch of... Oh, come on. Well, um, I, yeah, but it can still be manipulated, though, I think. That's the point ma- I'm trying what? To. Harry Taylor going to come out with the fucking bag of magnets? And <laughs> his sock. Start throwing them at the posts. Well, how heavy is this Is this bit of technology that you're oh, referring I to? Don't, I don't know, Dan. It's not as heavy as a drone. Well, you, you make the ball heavier, though, Morty. What's, oh, wrong, what's wrong with drones above the goalposts? I reckon that would work. Oh. Just let them hover why up in the air. Put, why, that why, wouldn't why, be ridiculous at all. Why can't we get a drone to bounce the ball in the middle? Why don't we just put a cup... And then it can fly off to the goals. ...on the top of the goal post, and if it falls off, then... then (laughs) If it falls off... It's just a post. If it falls off. It's like the bales. Yeah, like the bales. Yes, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Bogan-ish. Why can't why can't we just adopt the fucking same thing that cricket does? Because they have a review system that generally works and just go with... Overturn the howlers that are clearly obvious, and if you can't overturn it, then don't. I don't know what's wrong with the current system, except the port flogs are melting. Do any of you like the idea of if it hits the post but it still goes through the goals, it's a goal, and if it hits the post and comes back in the play, play on? No, no, okay. No. So, no, I hate that. I hate that. I, I, love, <laughs> I like that. I think it makes it easier for everyone. It's a clear-cut rule. I hate that, um, but I also don't like the version where it can, if it bounces back into play off the post, oh. it counts as a behind. That's also part of it. Well, the suggestion I don't no, like no, that either. No, no, it's the post and comes back into play. It's play on. No, no, but there's another there's another situation where they say that if it goes through, just treat it as though it's gone through. But if it does bounce back into play, it's a point, which I like better than play on, but I still don't like. Okay. I'm, I'm not for it. I just think that... Because I don't think Tom Hawkins deserves to kick a goal in 2009. 
and that's ultimately yeah. what it comes down to. Can you can you can you accept that being counted, or yeah. can? Uh, no, nah, I can't. We've never played that way. Uh, well, uh, I kind of liked Hinkley's press He was just like a big thing of salt. <laughs> there was a lot of salt. There was a lot of salt around this weekend too. A lot of salt. Um, speaking I liked of like Ross Lyons presser, that was that was brilliant. Without without being an absolute cunt about it, that was like the most diplomatic way of shaming Gaff that I could think of. Because what what Ross said, apart from the hundred meters off the ball, everything else he said was just fact. Mm. He didn't say how he felt about it, except the bit about it. his son. Oh yeah, it, as yeah, as he got yeah. up, he said if that was my son, he'd be happy about it. I thought he, had, he, he handled that the way I'd want my coach to handle that. And his eyes didn't dart. It, he was, like, full-on just, like, it was intense stare-down. Like, if you're a journo there, your head, your face is probably melting off under that game. Mm. Or a female staffer. <laughs> <laughs> just, just on shitty ideas, I guess, with the Jenkins thing and the Gap thing. Fucking every time this comes up, someone suggests red cards. Where are we on this? No. No. Um, I don't mind sending off. I just don't like the the red card and now um because it's it's too soccer ish. I think there needs to be a different wording for it. I, I don't I don't care about that. It's just you can't give Razor Ray this sort of power because you know he'll abuse it. Uh. Yeah, but it, it needs to be clear cut what you have to do to warrant a send off. Um, if you're just light at a collision and you get someone in the yeah, head, really, that's what I mean. It's just like they talk about would Jeremy Cameron have been red carded for the Andrews hit, and well, maybe maybe you don't entrust the on field umpires with that decision. You have an umpire that watches replays and. Um, yeah, well, we get we get Michael Christian to come in and make another debatable call, and then he sees something he doesn't like, and he informs the umpires via radio, and they stop the play, and the guy has to get off the ground. I, I don't, I don't see what the, I don't see what the point of it is. In that, if you do this sort of thing, you will get rubbed out for eight weeks. Is it worth it for a half of football, particularly when Frio weren't going to win that game anyway? And sometimes it's happens in that. And everyone cites the grand final. Well. Maybe you could have a separate rule once for the grand final with fucking one person watching it, but I don't know. Like, until someone snipes someone in a grand final, it's just a hysterical hypothetical for mine. I don't think we no. need it for any other game. To make, don't need to make rules for something that's never occurred before. Mm. Because every other every other scenario where that has happened... The the suspension is far outweighs any benefits from knocking someone out of a game for a, a quarter or a half or whatever it is, because six weeks is a long time if you're bug, or eight weeks is a long time if you're gaff, or twelve weeks or whatever fuck it is. He might miss a flag because of it. I've got goo. I'll be really quick. I have vindication goo. Um, I think, and I think we can all bask in this little one those of us who've been pro state of the game all season. Um, I think we got a nice big tick 
this we have this last month, but certainly this week, I think we got a nice big tick. Not only did we have a whole bunch of close games, but a lot of them were fairly high scoring. Even the pressure fest Richmond Geelong was still eighty odd, eighty odd. You know, fucking what's not to love not about gonna, football at the moment? Not going to change anything, unfortunately. The rules are going to be changed. Well, they don't really have a mandate anymore, so good luck to them. But people hate the changes, and there's no. I don't know. I don't think they can, man. The court of political, the, the court of public opinion is against them. The court of public opinion is smashing them at the moment. Hmm. Like it was against them more than fifty percent already, and this <laughs> like timing is everything. As as someone said, it would have been funny if it was this was a coach's conspiracy to just unchain or loosen the shackles on the players for a week, <laughs> just to get them. Just to open the game up so that the AFL had to back down, and then they can go back to clogging it up. But I don't doubt. I don't agree with that. This is just this is just evolution. Evolution always comes out. Geelong beat Ruse's flood years ago, and the press came in and Hawthorne kicked it around, and evolution always wins. Swings and so Bucks was right. Of course he was right. Fucking. Funnily, funnily enough, Buckley, one of the better, best players of the last 20-odd years, yeah, 20-odd years, happens to know and who isn't paid to write stories, you know, just for the sake of it and justify his job, happens to know what he's talking about. Fuck me, dead. <laughs> but he's not the only one, though. I think... <laughs> But I think he was the loudest about it. True. And I, and I appreciate when somebody stands up. Yes, because somebody had to. No, and there's a hell of a lot of fucking Alan Richardson yes men in the AFL or, coaching ranks. Or fucking senile old coots like Malcolm Bly, um, <coughs> who's always been a left-field weird thinker. But, you know, if you throw enough, you know, he's been he's come off couple of times throwing the darts at the board, but just because you ride a few times doesn't mean you didn't miss the board a few times either. Um, I think, yeah, there's goo for all of us, I think. Yeah. Because yep. we've been, at least us three, have been pretty strong on no rule changes and shit like that. Um, especially Dan. Yep. Ten years. <laughs> the ten-year rule. Um, let's go into the recaps, and we'll go with North first Brisbane. North versus the Bryans. Um, you got out of jail, Dan. Yes and no. Um, I think we were leading for the majority of the game, so it would have they would have pinched it if they won. Let's let's be real about that. Um, but Brisbane were good. Um, North did enough, and um, they won. Um, another solid win. Oh. But Cam Cam Rainer's little brain fade wasn't was. Um, is it a brain fade? It, it's a it's it's a brain fade from there kicking around the corner. A lot of players kick around the corner from from that sort of angle. That's a pretty close to directly in front angle. He, to just, go around he, the he just missed in that in that instance. I mean, if he if he kicked the goal, he's. No one's going to say that was the wrong type of kick to take. 
Yeah, but if he kicks a drop, if he kicks a drop punt and misses, no one's going to say that's the wrong type of kick to take either. Like it's. Well, then you've got people saying, "Well, you should have got done the around the corner kick." No, no one's going to say that if you kick. No one's going to say that if you miss a drop punt. No one goes from there. It's an easy kick to really fuck up from a pretty gettable position. Maybe he thought there wasn't much time to go and I don't have much time to do this around the corner kick, so I'm just going to do it now before the siren goes because I won't be able to, to do it. Well, you know what? If the siren goes, just kick a drop punt. You think the siren's going to go. That was literally what I was about to say. Like, he could have been Courtney Dempsey, really. Yep. That would have been the worst of them all. Oh, he missed. We won. North deserved to win. Um, um, I f- listen, I fucking hate the ladder this year. The ladder sucks. Because yeah. every time North wins, we either go backwards or we stay in the same spot. We've, we've never... You're running on the treadmill. Like not, we're like, yeah, we are. That's a good analogy. We're on the treadmill. We're, we've been ninth and 10th throughout most of the season. And yet we have we have like eleven wins. I mean, you could win thirteen or fourteen games this year and still 13. not play goals this year. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Someone will someone will miss out with thirteen wins this year. Guarantee it. That that is disgusting. No, that that shouldn't happen. Well, if you if you don't you want it to happen, win more times. games. But you you have if you've won thirteen games, you've won more games than you've lost. Yeah, no shit. Well, teams have missed out with 12 wins, and that's more than you've lost. Yeah, that's stiff, but 13's ridiculous. That's just, that's just the way it is. It, it's, very, it's very tight at the top, and it's very poor at the bottom. Blame Carlton. Not, don't blame... <laughs> blame Carlton and Gold Coast. Don't blame anyone else. And you lost to Gold Coast. Blame that. And Essendon lost to Essendon, too. I said it, Dan. Teams that lose to Essendon will ruin lament it later in the year. Well, we haven't missed the finals yet. I mean, we could still get there. I don't know. You could, but if you if you'd lost this week, it might have been game over. You were a camera in a brain fade from being gone, just about. In fact, in fact, if Mitch Wallace hadn't had a brain fade, you might already be gone too. Um, oh well, then how many? What is it, Essendon or Mitch Wallace or? Well, this other kid that's that's stopping North from playing finals this year. Well, none of them because you you got out of jail on Mitch Wallace and Cam Rayner, so you're still you're there. You're still on the treadmill. You haven't fallen off. Before we move on, what do we think about the Fagan thing? Do we see that? Where well, you mean him putting his arms around Rayner? Yeah. Oh well, then that's that's um, what the coach would do for a younger player who in that scenario, I suppose. I mean, I didn't wasn't surprised. Thought it was all right. It did scream decent culture. I think there's some clubs where you might not see that. Uh, like where? You don't think Stuart Jew would 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 do that? Or or um, Stuart Jew might crush someone. Who's that? Who's, who's, who's that little shit from Carlton that's coach? Brendan Bolton. Oh, well, if, he, if he could reach his arm that high. Did we talk about the sleeves that Corn delivered on him a few weeks ago? What was it about him not playing a single game of AFL football? No. That is that is one of the greatest coaching sledges I've ever heard. Fucking because like 
like most people, I just assumed that he was just a, a nobody AFL player that played maybe no, state league football. Games. That doesn't count. He's not played a single game of AFL football and he's an AFL coach. Yeah, well, you know what? I counter that with the fact that Kane Corns has played 300 AFL games and he still dribbles like a retard. So it doesn't really entitle you. It doesn't really make a difference either way. No, but his point was, was, even though it was it was sledgy, it was fair. I mean, he was saying that you know, there's pressure at Carlton and there was probably players within the locker rooms and he's saying from his experience, players talk like this. They, they would say that, you know, this guy, you know, he hasn't played an AFL game. What would he know? He's our coach, and Carlton was struggling. And I mean, it's, it was a very cheap was a very, shot. No wonder you appreciated it. It was, but it was, it was, it was a very valid point that he was making. I liked it. Anyway, is he is he is he one of those guys that would would not put his arms around? No, I think he tried. I was talking more Scott Brothers or Ross Lyon. Really? Mm. No, the Scott Brothers are. Passionate. They they they'd get around. Clarko. I no. I think if I think Ross showed him the other weekend that he he'd put his arm around his player. Maybe behind closed doors. I really liked, despite the game incident, I really liked Adam Simpson leaving the coach's box to go and sit next to him on the bench. Yeah, that was good until he until he opened in the press conference. I thought that was very well done. I think that's where the humanity sort of does come into it a bit with Gaff because you could tell once he'd realised, once he actually realised what he's gone ahead and done, that it's almost like the wanting to wanting the ground to swallow him up sort of thing. Yeah, and it's, it's like, just like mate, I've been where you've been too. I've hit players. I had sex with a rubber chicken and messed up. <laughs> um, I know that you're going to be in a bit of strife. Um, there's going to be a lot of scrutiny, so I'm here for you. Hmm. Had sex for the rabbit. <laughs> he hell. did. Fact, you we all remember Boris the chicken. He didn't have sex with Boris the chicken. Didn't fuck it. <laughs> Boris the chicken. Boris the chicken fucked the female chicken, didn't it? Didn't didn't the didn't the chicken get passed around? No, I think that I think I don't think so. That's pretty. That's pretty St Kilda. Surely thing. nobody fucked the chicken. Gary <laughs> probably know. did. Come on, Dan. The duck fucked oh, the chicken. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, don't, don't know. I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Bunch of chicken fuckers. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Imagine getting consoled on the bench sick? by a chicken fucker. Chicken We've all been there. I've fucked a chicken. You punched a child. I fucked a chicken. Yeah, we. We're basically the same. We're basically the same. We we will get through this. He's going to take inspiration from him. How Simpson came back from his chicken fucking incident and managed to become a respected AFL coach. There's nothing you can't come back from in the AFL. You can fuck a chicken and still be a respected AFL coach. It's amazing. 
anything else on... Yeah, we've sort of transitioned back to the West Coast for your game. Was there anything else on Gap or that before we are absolutely done? Um, well, how many do you think you'll get? Nine. I think he deserves 12 to 16. Oof. Dan, you're not going to have him for half the season next year. I don't want him at all. <laughs> well, I wonder how this. I wonder how this damages his salary prospects <laughs> when the time comes. Knowing that this is like Swan, the Coles recruiting Tippett, except that they know in advance that he's going to miss half the year. I don't think it will affect his his um, his currency if, if if clubs want to get him and he wants to go. But then they're paying him for the first year. He's not going to even play. Um. Well, potentially, yeah. We'll we'll see tomorrow how many how many weeks he gets. Mm. Imagine if he only gets like four or five. Imagine no, that. no, like, he won't. It could happen. He won't. It might. If Bud, got, they if couldn't Bud possibly got, have him play finals. No, could not. If, as as someone said, I reckon seven at least. We'll see him out of finals, no matter what happens. Do you guys remember the Tex Walker elbow on? Who was it? I remember the Tom Bug incident, which was. More mild than this last year, and he got six, was it? Or seven? Six? Six. Yeah. If Jeremy Cameron got five, then this is going to be... He, up... he only should have gotten one or two for that. I, I, I agree with you, but if they gave him five, they're going to really cut... They're going to throw the book at Gaff. This is not something that they can excuse in any way by it being no. in a contest, anything like that. He threw a punch at somebody... And that is the bottom line. And whether he was lower than originally thought he would be, or it just doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, once... it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Once you have the intent to hit somebody and you connect and you cause the damage you have done, you then pay the consequences. And that's all that matters. It's not even the Stevie J Baker one where Stevie J whacks him because Baker was fucking like, Punching him first and shit. There's there's nothing to this. It's just out of nowhere. He hits him smack bang in the face and does just about the maximum damage you could do for something like that. Any? Do we want to say anything else about the showdown other than Jenkins? Uh, yeah, good goal. Well done. <laughs> cracking, cracking game. Absolutely great game. The showdowns are the most underrated, the most underrated matchup in the AFL. The fact that we. I know why the TV system don't have it the way they do, but the fact that we don't see those on a Friday night or a Saturday night generally is pretty piss poor. I think when we get fucking Carlton or, as this week says, St Kilda Essendon, you, you're guaranteed a good contest. Yeah. yeah, they're coin flips. They're great games. Basically what Anzac Day was for a while there before Essendon got into the drugs and haven't really looked like it since. But, yeah. It was pretty funny, Ollie Wines fucking it up, choking it up with the Cam Rayner-style kick, but missing it even worse. I'm going to have tears as well, because Dan said I do it oh, always. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. said, people who can't kick a drop punt shouldn't be playing football. If you're on a 20-degree, if you're, like, on a 45-degree angle and you can't kick a drop punt, you shouldn't be playing AFL football. Yeah, like I get no, like I get why they do the step arounds, but Jack Revolt, I think I believe he said it before. He won't banana it unless he's worse than forty five, and I feel that's a fair that's a fair rule or rule of thumb, I guess. But if you're if you've got more goals than that, you should be looking to drop punt it.
Will Hoskin Elliott stood on the boundary oh, line and drop and drop punted it straight through the middle. And he has form with that. And he probably couldn't see daylight between those posts, and it was at night, so that's obviously <laughs> doesn't help. But, but he wouldn't have been able to see anything between those posts, and he drop punted it straight through the middle. It's absolutely absurd that any elite footballer can't kick a drop punt from there. If, if you can't kick a drop punt from there, it's not that you can't do it, it's that you're head fucked. You, you, have, mm-hmm. you have no confidence in it that you have to go with that, and that says more about you than the ease or lack of ease of actually putting it through. If you if you kick a point by kicking a drop punt from there, no one's laughing at you. No, everyone's just... The well, fact they, that they you are. turn around to this... But not like... You're not the not same like way. laughing at him now. Yeah, no. But if you kick a point with a drop punt, you're... That's a fucking shitty skill error, but you're not a dopey cunt. There's no way Ollie Wines kicks it out on the full by kicking a drop punt from where no. he was. He gives it a chance. You mentioned Will Hoskin Elliott, so we'll go to Collingwood Sydney, which was yet another close game. Jeez, you, you poor, ba- <laughs> you poor bastards! Fucking brave. <laughs> no, this one wasn't brave. This one was just this was bad luck running into Bud after you know he must have he must have had a pretty must have had a pretty good week. He must have trained for forty minutes this week instead mm. of the twenty he's been training for the rest of the year. Give me a fucking break. Why does he turn beast mode this week? <laughs> that, was the only re- that was the only reason they beat you. What, he kicked seven out of 11 goals or something? Six. Six, six, six out of 11 goals. goals. Four. Six. Four. Three of them on Darcy Moore and three on a first game. Make you fucking sick. Dead set. He's done nothing for weeks. It was always going to happen. Oh, he's going to. And they started talking about how little he trains and how cooked he is. And, well, oh, God. Anyway. Well, it's pretty funny to see them carry on like they won the grand final. Like, there's still some yeah. massive flaws there. He has to drag but, them over the line single-handedly to beat a team with injuries who are already down to 21 players and had no opponent for him. It's... I like, I like the uh, McCartan goal. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. That's nice. Well, well, it was. I'm not trying to rub it in. It's just just a smart, clever goal, similar to the Higgins goal from last week. He's already gone past. He's already gone. Tom's already gone past Patty Cakes. Did you guys see the the secret message and the magpie banner? Bit hard to miss. Their banner form. Their banner form's been good this year. Um, Uh, No, it's quality, and even Patrick McGinley. Um, gave us credit on Twitter today. Danny. Um, Danny Patrick. Yeah, Danny McGinley. I almost said Patrick McGinnity. Don't know where that came from. Yeah, that feeling when someone takes your idea and does a better job with it. Bravo, Collingwood, Banner Premiers 2018. Um, mainly Maybe because he's mainly because he's been delisted. Mainly because he, because he got fired for not making jokes that they laughed at anymore. <laughs> Don't think the dogs laugh at anything anymore. Um, anything else on that game? Not sold. I think I think that's just an aberration. Both not both sold on, on who Sydney or Collingwood? Sydney. I, I still I, I still don't see them playing finals at all. 
I don't think you could walk away from that game and say you weren't sold on Collingwood. You weren't terrible. Yeah, no, that, you're brave. No. No, you don't brave. say that. Being brave. No, we were not brave. And if you followed me on Twitter, Dan, you would know that I didn't like being called brave this week. I don't follow. You. I don't follow you on Twitter. No, I do. So stop tweeting to MMA people. I don't give a fuck. But I, I follow the MMA though. Yeah, but don't tweet to them because it pops up on my feed, and I don't care. But don't follow me then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's that simple. Let's go to uh, Hawthorne. Put the I think the final nail in Essendon's coffin in some of the most glorious ways possible. Um, yes. I'm not sure which part. I'm not sure which part I was happiest with. Um, Dan's boy Warple out muscling Hurley to seal it, or Goddard completely dis- destroying all momentum by standing on the goal line. Um, yeah, where do we want to go with that? Um, well, you know, my my boy Warple, I knew he he, he was destined to do something like this. He, you know, <laughs> I wanted him at North desperately, but it wasn't to be. You got UDA they, they instead. See what I could see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's a he's a talented player, but you know, in he's the not James Warple. Yeah, he's in the two at the moment, but um, Warple's just you know. He's just going to be a star. How did Geelong miss out uh, on him? Yeah, well, a lot of clubs missed out on on James Ward. What did Geelong settle for? No, it's some Tim Kelly flog. Um. Oh, well, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's some nobody. He's just he's just Daniel Wells in his peak at the moment. Some twenty-two year old nobody. He's isn't he going? Right. Isn't he going back to WA? I don't think he is now. I think no, he, might he might have settled. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, just he, he's a jet. I think I mean, that if if Gaff goes, the pick that they get for Gaff, they'll give to Geelong for Kelly. Mm. Interesting, mm, maybe. Interesting, very interesting. Write that down. Oh, no, I'm not going to write Morgs it down. Potentially, Morgs was right. She remember it. Don't worry, Dan. Um, Don't you fucking worry about that. It it's was put in the vault. Just post it on Twitter, so I'll, I'll remember later. There, there is something greatly amusing about the fact that Brendan Goddard, with loose disposals out of the back line, continues to find ways to cost Essendon games. It's just <laughs> like it's like it's 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 like it's destined. But it never gets less funny. Oh, never! Because he finds new ways to do it. <laughs> Does he get smothered? No, this time he trots on the line and fucking goal from the ball up. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll tell it's you like what the sweetest karma ever oh, It's brilliant I'll tell you what though I would have laughed If With 10 points up And 30 seconds to go When they put that Essendon put that first one through If Hawthorne managed to let that one slip Inside You know Two goals in the last 15 seconds That would have been an all-timer But I'm still happy with how it all panned out It was fucking It was very funny They've been You know James Hurd Oh, you know, everyone will be scared. We can, we, we can win the flag. Nah, not from outside the eight, you can't. Did he say we? I don't know. Same deal. Isn't it? Well, I wouldn't be saying we. <laughs> People that just don't want nothing. 
for obvious reasons. Mm. But he did nothing wrong, apparently. Um, um, did anyone go to, to Mitchell? I, I forget. Because he just nah, they just, they just didn't tag him, and he got 40-odd again. He's um, going to win the Brownlow because no one wants to tag this guy. <laughs> because no one's left. <laughs> yeah, Gaff's gone now, too. Um Maybe if Mitchell gets suspended, fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, if Mitchell gets suspended, could this be, like, the worst Brownlow medalist in Shameway Wood? Last man, last man standing. Oh, no, I mean, if, if Max Thorne wins it, I mean, that's worthy. Yeah, but he might get suspended too. Not even the best Brockman in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, I mean, Grundy's brave, but Max Thorne's a <laughs> Oh, Scott Pendlebury. Scott Pendlebury's $51. Hmm. Oh, it says 67 here. Oh. They're predicting 12 votes so far. Oh. Didn't, he, didn't he do really well last year, surprisingly? He always does well. Brownlow medal winning skipper, Scott Pendlewick. You know, he, he, he was lucky to escape my tears this week. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, one, thing for me, it's one thing for me to shit on Prittis, but you can't shit on Pendlebury for, for potentially winning at Brownlow. Can you not call him Pendleberry? It's Pendlebury. Embleberry. Scott Embleberry. There was a thread on the Collingwood board this week that was a roast of Scott Pendlebury's deal side bottom, and it <laughs> got locked because people got very upset. <laughs> Need a black and a white thread. And now I think the thread got deleted because I can't see it anywhere. <laughs> I thought it was a great thread. Final close game of the round was the first of the round, which was Richmond Geelong, where the little mercenary himself um, managed to fuck it up in the last minute, or last two minutes, and yeah. Well, you got lucky there. Usually he kicks those. Oh. Maybe maybe a little bit. We need We need a lot of luck to go our way, apparently, speaking of salty coaches. Before, does any team need much more luck than Geelong this year? They're both their Melbourne games if they'd gone differently. But yeah, it was a pretty intense game, but it was a very close game. It was a good game. Mm. I felt you know, it like a little bit more of input from your captain, but you know he was our third highest disposal getter, Dan. Well, yeah, I've been reminded of that on a number of occasions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you probably should have checked the full game stats and before like, you went off like, half-cocked. Uh, yeah, I, I can tell you all these other things off the top of my head. Yeah, how many clearances and tackles he had. Yeah, yeah, 43, like, uh, acts of, of um, what, what do you call them? Pressure acts. Um, he's pre- premiership captor, captain. He's a Brownlow medalist. He's a superstar. Um I mean, but, but 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 to be fair, he only touched it nineteen times. Though I mean, he's, 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 not, yeah. he's not doing much with the ball. No, we only had two guys who touched it more than twenty times, and we won, uh, and we were wasteful. So what? Yeah, his his role as a team is to be a contested midfielder, and huh? he, he 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 did that. Okay. Don't don't get autistic. He's, he's not he's not getting tagged. No, don't accuse me of being autistic. He doesn't get tagged. We know that. He doesn't play forward. So he's playing his role in the midfield and only in the midfield, and he only touched it 19 times. He's he's had 19 or less for the last four weeks, and he still played well. Like, 
But he, he, he needs to have a, a higher output if he is playing only in the midfield. Well, he doesn't because we're winning games and he's doing exactly what we need him to do and we need him to do that. Like, don't don't get so fixated on stats. Like, you tell us that Andrew Gaff's a stat merchant because he wrapped up junk disposals, but now supposedly numbers matter. You shouldn't get fixated on the stats without considering the context. That's what an autistic person would do. Anything else out of Richmond, Geelong? It's good game. Yeah, I went. It's good. It was a finals-level intensity pre-finals. It was a bit of a preview. Yeah, uh, I was in the standing area, and some girl tried to have a bite of my pie. <laughs> what? You've had a weird year. Andrew Lee and Charlie's touched your teeth, and some girls tried to that, that eat was your weird food. Enough, but, so she had this filthy-looking bratwurst, and she's like, this animal died last week. It's been sitting here cooked for a week. It's disgusting, blah, blah, blah. Uh, couldn't care less, just was trying to watch football. And then she's like, she looks at Jimmy, she goes, can I have a chip? And he's like, okay. And so she took one of his chips and she's like, oh, I should have got chips. And she goes, can I have a bite of your pie? Oh. And like lent in to bite it. And I was like, no. No, can you not? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we didn't stand there very long. Jesus Christ. Like, Goodbye. There's some real homeless bogan shit. As soon as, soon as a goal got kicked, I, we, we ran and hid. She made the guy next to her hold who who she didn't know hold her glass of wine while she tried to eat the bratwurst. <laughs> so he just had to stand there for ten ten minutes holding her drink. Oh, I would have given it back and said I have to take a piss and done a runner. And but then she can't buy any chips or a pie for herself. Well, she bought a bratwurst, but it wasn't good, so she wanted to eat everyone else's food. Oh. Fuck me. Anything else on Richmond, John? Richmond looked okay. They got lucky in the end. Apparently, uh, yeah. Need lots of luck. Needs, needs to be better. Chris Scott's like the wrong. equivalent of you, Dan. Uh, um, why? Luck. Team should have won. Oh God! Team should have won. Fuck me. Why do you get so? Why do you get so stroppy over criticism of Richmond? What? What? What's just? No, I'm, 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 I'm just really amused by the fact he. Seem to no, seem to watch a different really game to angry. everybody else. You get angry. You get angry over criticism, whether it's warranted or not. You can't handle constructive criticism of, of Richmond in any facet. Whether okay, it's but it's just, it, there's no logic. There's no logic behind it. We smashed and we had twenty odd. It doesn't have to be logic. This is a Bay Thirteen podcast. Oh, you just accept it, or, not, or it's or not even a disagreement away. with you, you dickhead. Um, it's just mocking Chris Scott, mocking a Scott brother for being an idiot and oppressor again. Let's move on from that game to the games that don't matter. There's only one that I really want to touch on, and it's just, is this rock bottom for Carlton? Yeah, if you lose to 16 people, that's rock bottom. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's that, is, not good. that is that is pathetic. The coach hasn't played a single game of <laughs> one leading it. Um. Yeah, it's just as someone said, I think on SEN that um, I think it was SEN I was listening to basically said, "Why? How can the leadership group, when they realise that's happening, not get, not send the message around, or the coaches send the message around? Hey, they're playing with sixteen. Let's fucking up the intensity and get some fucking scoreboard pressure and put some pride into this instead of laying down. It's just." It's they incredible. really only have 16 on the field? Sorry? Yeah. 
they really only have 16 on yes, the field. Yes, for a large chunk of the last quarter, and they got out and they outscored Carlton. That is disgusting. What is wrong with Carlton? They they are just they are an absolute fucking basket so that, case. That hundred that how much did they win by? Hundred five points. That I mean, that's. That should have been a hundred and forty or one hundred and fifty point loss. But yeah, GWS. They were they were and it was they had eighteen fit players and it's not like they were down to the injuries either. They weren't they weren't they didn't have six injured players. They had four injured players, but they wanted to rotate too. They wanted to still have rotations and give their players a rest, so they decided to play with sixteen. Like it's not. It wasn't even a force change. It was more of an they, they adapted and went. This is better for us than playing eighteen like out there some, the whole time. It's just like some unintentional trolling. Like mm. we we can we can still outscore you with less players on the field. Yeah, well, guys are shit. I don't. I don't think that's why they went out there. They went out there going, "We're up by eighty points. If we play sixteen, you won't. You won't bring the margin back." And instead, they outscored them. It's just absolutely pitiful. But couldn't happen to a nicer team, I don't think. Games that don't matter, continuing on with that. The only thing out of St Kilda Dogs, apart from St Kilda being fucking absolutely limp, is that Freezer played his first game. Um, it happened, Morgs. Did it? Yeah. Haven't heard. Haven't heard? No. Mm. Haven't yeah, been no, tagged. Ha- haven't heard. It definitely happened, and um, I don't know how he went, but I, I don't think he got injured. So, yeah. So he didn't kick the match winner? Didn't lift his team over the line? No, well, he couldn't really kick a match winner when they lost by 35 points. Um, oh, what a shame. To the Dogs. They got outscored in the second half by the Dogs. We shouldn't overlook that. Um, didn't they kick like seven goals in six minutes or something? Something like that, yeah. They let Bottom Pelly kick what, four goals in a quarter. What, what were you doing? Apparently, Paul Ruse said they were playing selfish, basically playing for contracts, which is not even Carlton were doing that. Carlton just lay down, whereas St Kilda is every man for himself, which is exactly the sort of thing that doesn't get you a contract just quietly, I wouldn't think, but... Yeah. Oh, time to give the Goddard kid a game, I think. Mm. Being wasted, being a non-playing leadership group, <laughs> dude, give him a game. Go get your leaders in. And yep. the only other game of the round that we haven't looked at was um, Melbourne thumped the Suns. Suns are a rabble. Nothing to see here. Yep. Um, but we will... Go from there to the talking points, segueing straight to the first one, which is the Gold Coast Suns. Tom Lynch is out, confirmed. Where's he going? Where's he going, Stubbins? I saw something where it was highlighted that Tom Lynch had recently followed Scott Pendlebury on Twitter. Um, for what for? For his cracking gags? Real high, highbrow humour. Well, I mean, just read into that what what you will. Be- better than following Dan, MMA, Dan, you MMA people. In. Yeah, if you want MMA updates, send me um, <laughs> questions and things like that. Then yeah, follow me. All signs point to where? What do you reckon, Stubbins? Well, all signs at the moment seem to be pointing to us. Are they? 
It seems that way. Why? As he, as he, as he said, what no signs, North. What signs are you reading? <laughs> the last thing you need is another tall forward. I know. I'm just, yeah, you know, just another player say no. Just um, another player to say no. With a desperate guy at the bar that's trying to chat up every chick in the, in the, in the place and they all say no. Just hungry be... for some more rejection. Why do you think that you're... Okay, so not all signs. Right the only sign I say can see that goes against this is that we've managed to re-sign a few players in the recent weeks, which we could go one of either two ways, but generally the oh, whole... Oh, if you, you read your board, that means he's definitely coming because you've re-signed these players. That's, men, that's mental gymnastics. Which... It could go that way, but I doubt that would be the only cautionary tale against opposite. it. Yeah, I would say that would be the reason it would go against, but every other... Every other suggestion seems to be that he's coming to Richmond. So why was Ned Guy at his house last week? Apparently. If you tell me he turned up there unannounced, you're going to fucking cop it. Because that's what some dead shit on the Richmond board tried to tell me this week, that Ned Guy turned up there <laughs> unannounced to his family's house in Blair Gowrie on the off chance that him and his manager were there at the same time. Apparently to clear up some of the Bucks' comments is the rumour. Couldn't do that on the phone. Mm. Okay. Also, the fact that it was media media covered suggests that maybe it was leaked to make it look like he's still making up his mind. But who knows? It'll play out as it plays out. We don't need to talk about it every fucking week, except for the fact what that. Go, what if he? What if he goes to Hawthorne, guys, and you get both of this out? Oh, that's fine. I don't mind where he goes. Really, not really I, that I, fussed either. No, it, I'm, I'm. I'm not that invested that we need him. To be like, I don't, I don't feel that our success will not hinge will not hinge on him, and Richmond I, certainly won't. No, we he would be he would be good for our medium to longer term prospects, but in the short term, he does nothing for us really, except potentially push a player or two out the door. Though we've De- we've resigned potentially destabilize and potentially destabilize. Yes, correct. What what is a very solid culture cohesive group. Yes, exactly right. So, Whereas we've got a fuckload of mercenaries. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway. But I, in answering your question, Dan, I think we would offer more money. No, like nothing compared to what Gold Coast will offer. But it's not about money. But it's not about money, Dan. Because if no. you wanted money, you'd stay there. And that's why I don't think he's going to Hawthorne, because I don't think they can offer him on field what he wants the same way Richmond or Collingwood could at the moment. I think you'd be definitely most comfortable going to Richmond out of the three clubs and then Collingwood next, whereas Hawthorne, I think, are a fair way back into in, as far as how far that list can go. Does anyone disagree with the fact that Hawthorne are clearly the third string there? Yeah, no. That I, uh, I, I think it's between your team and my team. I, I think yeah. the Hawthorne things... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think North have a better chance than Hawthorne. <laughs> Well, let's not go overboard. Um, <laughs> you get Andrew Gaff. Um, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny to see him immediately sacked from the captaincy, and then. Um, which, well, they kind of compelled to do that, though. Yeah, they are, and everyone's talking about the fact that, well, on the Richmond board anyway. Fucking, I can't believe I read that thread, but they're all going on about how sulky the Gold Coast are. Oh please, if Britt Deledio had have come out before we before we traded him and actually said that shit early, that they would be feral as fuck over that. Like, 
please. The fact that the Gold Coast even care is something. Mm. Yes. Enough to save fuck off then. Yes. This this is what you this is how you build a football club. This is how you build a culture at a football club. And you don't let Gary they, Ablett just fuck off home but the first no, minute it gets all tough. All of a sudden all of a sudden now they are starting to care. Good. Mm. So they should. And anybody who's whining about that has no idea. They would do the same thing if the shoe was on yep. the other foot. But Lockie Weller has no right to say that Tom Lynch is disloyal because he wasn't drafted to the Suns. He was drafted to Freo for all of two years. Um, is Stephen May going to? I think so. That'd be, that'd be smart to get rid of May this year while they can still get something for him rather than him leaving as a free agent. <laughs> well, the thing, that I want, the thing that I ponder there is how much more would they get letting him go for, as a free agent compo considering he might attract what Lynch does and or close to get them the same draft picks, whereas they could hold firm and maybe try and turn him round. Well, that depends on the sort of year he has the next year. It depends on the sort of year they have, really. I don't know. Like you say, stand firm. In that case, I I would stand firm. In terms of team importance, he's just as important and as good as Lynch is, I think. We need a Stephen May more than we need a Tom Lynch. And I think out of him and Lynch, I think he's he's more likely to actually just go, you know what, fuck it, I will hang around. If, whereas if Lynch, if Lynch got matched on, I think he, that would, shit would hit the fan. Whereas I think if May explored an exit and it didn't happen, he'd come back. He seems to have more character just mm-hmm. looking in. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I had a cracking week on the Richmond board in the Tom Lynch thread. It was a very fun time. I had a cracking week too and I didn't post a thing on that board. Well... I think they were very accommodating. They didn't kick me out. They didn't – I didn't get in trouble at all, and I had a lot of fun. Kudos to them. They're a lovely bunch. Um, I like them. Yeah, yeah you cool. You fucking two-faced. Except, except for the dead shit that told me that he went there un- un- unannounced. Still on Gold Coast. Didn't we see Mark Evans kind of do something we'd expect from Tony Cochran? Oh, uh, the, the suing stuff. The, su- the suing, the suing player managers who tell their clients not to go to the Gold Coast. Um, I don't know how you could do that. Like, I know there's draft tampering, but telling them, telling them it's not a good career move. I don't think is draft tampering unless the kid refuses to go. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that would hold up in court. Um, I, d- I don't know what he's even thinking he's suing for. Yeah, breach, yeah. Of, breach of contract. I don't think you need it. If the kid refuses to play, I guess. But the fact that he would say that would tells me that there's some there's something in it regarding kids not wanting to go. Oh, definitely to that club. Yeah, definitely, and maybe someone's and circulating it. But and the only thing you can do is just create an environment in which yeah, people this is what Brisbane were be around it. Four years if ago. Brisbane can uh, turn it around, anyone can. Yeah, because I I I bet that this year you will have kids that will have the nerve to actually say, you know, I'll honour my contract, but I'm from this state or Oh, yeah, the whatever. Chad Wingard. And, you know, and I might, and I might, and I might go home. I mean, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's not. There isn't. It's no, only, a, prob- it's only a problem if they refuse to go, if they hold out and they say, I'm yeah. not coming up to play. 
yeah. then they're in breach of get, contract. And if yes, you get that's a scenario true. like Kavanaugh <laughs> and his dad going to North straight up saying, if you draft him, he's going to quit. I mean, that's that's as blatant as it as it gets. Yeah, well, that that came out and that came out as karma anyway. But oh, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd have liked to see how that went if he tried it. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck to those dickheads. Um, just draft. Just draft people from Queensland. It's it's a very odd comment to make because it seems so. It seems so ridiculous. It's just like what do you, it and it's desperate and it's. It's just like we got nothing else to do, so we're going to sue you. Yeah, that doesn't help. It doesn't help your plight. No, saying those sort of things. It doesn't make you more desirable of a place to want to invest in if you're an 18 year old and you you want to have a 10 year career in the AFL um, yeah you just shouldn't have said anything it's it is a bit of a buster club though the rumour I'd never heard I don't recall ever hearing before it came out before I heard it this week was apparently when O'Meara left or announced he was leaving a whole bunch of players cheered and Stephen May <laughs> told him to shut up and it's just like who the fuck who the fuck says when someone wants out that they give them a fucking clap? Like my god, it seems like something. It's 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 like the in-house equivalent of St Kilda's banners. It's just weird, 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 weird. Something that Dan would relate to. We're getting into administration talking point here. Um, the gentlemen's agreement. Gentlemen's uh, agreement regarding what? To play attacking football. Play what? Did you not? Did you miss the AFL's gentlemen's agreement that the coaches would sign to play attacking football? The gentlemen's agreement to playing more attacking football. Did I hear that right? Yes, they, the AFL basically forcing a gentlemen's agreement on the coaches for next year. Instead of changing rules that the coaches will promise to play attacking football, a gentlemen's how? agreement. Yeah, pinky swear. So, mm. No, but I mean, how would that work though? So, for example, if you're don't clog up the game. Two points, and there's a minute to go. You, what you can't put extras back in the in the, in defence. Basically, saying try to adhere to some of it, but we're not going to force you to because we don't really want to do that because we're losing no, the battle. No, <laughs> no coach will stick to that. They're, Fucking they're, good luck getting Ross Lyon on board. They're, they're going to try and win at all costs. Mm. I mean. It's better to win ugly than to look good and lose. Mm, yes, and this is one of the strangest, strangest suggestions ever. I can't believe it actually happened. It's 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 so April Fools. It is. That's just this isn't this isn't the Tour de France where the guy in the yellow guernsey on the last day. <laughs> I mean, no one attacks him. Yeah. Yeah. This won't this won't work. This is stupid. Mm, it's like, and gentlemen's agreements don't work in general. Like when you have a gentleman's agreement that everyone's going to tip with the coin, and then only one person does. Um, yeah, I, I remember that. I'm, I'm the one that's <laughs> stupid doing that. No one else. Gentleman's agreement. Um, you know, they're very easily broken. Come back, Cookson. We need we we need your coin idea again. Fine prawn. <laughs> Anything else on the gentleman's agreement? It's a stupid idea, and it's an idea that not every coach will will stick to. No um, coach will stick to it. 
If you yeah. if you stick to it, you're a dumb coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dumb. This this is like one of those agree- like survivor agreements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise. Like I'll be loyal. I'll be whatever. Show hands. Knife you in the back. And then everybody will welch. Let's talk about Survivor. It's not. Mo Hope is killing it. Just saying. Oh, I don't care. Mm. Um, Blunt, we, you did mention Mo Hope, though. We will quickly touch on the other, the other big story. Talking point from the week was the awful season getting cut, or supposedly going to get Disgusting. cut by a week. Yeah, I've, I've I've read some of the backlash. So the girls are not happy. Um, Cry me a river. So what? What was? How many weeks did did the entirety of the season last? Last seven last seven weeks with a final, so eight weeks. Now they're getting eight, eight weeks. weeks, two weeks of so finals, and it's cutting down to six. I think just because, purely because I think the fixturing of it is they don't want to play seven, and have is that the, is that locked in or is it up for? No, well, it's not confirmed. It found no. its way out there, but Gil Gil put his foot in his mouth over the World Cup thing. Which well, was really fucking stupid. No, yeah, that's, that, yeah, I heard that too. That's a dumb comparison. Um, why don't they just start a little bit earlier? Well, because then you get into the tennis. Their big problem is they don't have a TV deal, and Seven aren't going to sign one that encroaches on the cricket season or the AFL season. So they're confined to a box footy. They they can't step in. Maybe, but. I don't know how I don't know how lucrative it is for Fox Footy to broadcast it when they have yeah. What if what if you got yeah, the AFL It might not be lucrative and I get that. But what was the point in starting this competition if you're going to cut it down two years into it? What is the point in bringing more teams into it if you're now going to compromise the whole fucking thing? Well, that was where they fucked it up. They they, they committed to too many teams because they you get a team and you get a team and in two years you get a team and now look, now we can't even play each other once. What an absolute joke. This, But this was never going to happen once 14 teams came in anyway. They were going to compensate it up anyway. This is just, this Starburns, is just preparing people for Are you saying that the biggest issue is the, the broadcasting and they can't do it earlier? Well, because, because, there's, no, because there's no TV deal, no one want really, what, seven don't really want to show it or to pay they, for it. The way the, the AFL, AFL need do them like to live streaming on on the AFL website as a compromise. But how's that make them the money that it's going to cost them to run the league? It's not. It's not going to be free. If they um, expect, if well, they if they if they put more well, games on, the players are going to want more money. You, you you keep the integrity of the of the competition, um, and you just got to understand that not every game is going to be on on TV. But that's um, that's not really the point, though, is it? Not, not, I mean, well, not everything has to be about money. But, yes, but if you pay the players, money's got to come into it somewhere. Well, they could make money off a stream. I mean, they, they can have advertisements on it and things like that. Yeah, Optus didn't work for Optus too well, but I... Well, I just, Optus are hopeless. I, in the AFL, um... I don't see the big deal. Like, when they went to 14, they're probably going to cut to... Like, they've been hinting conferences since expansion came in. You don't and see the big deal because you don't really care about it. That's true. And even if Rich, when Richmond has a team, I'll care to the, about that. 
degree, but really these are the commercial realities of a league that wouldn't exist without the AFL actually subsidising it. So I'm not really concerned whether they're offended or not. You know, you can't just bite the hand that feeds you. I wouldn't say that I'm the most the most avid follower of women's football, but I know every one of our players. I go and watch our games. They're all playing for North next year. And they are. They're all playing for North next year, so that's great. (laughs) Hopefully you don't get to play us because we're not going to play everybody. Ha, 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 ha. Apparently the North team's got the premiership next next year. Yeah, it'd be the biggest choke in history if you don't. Apparently you cheated getting all your players to you. You're pretty underhanded. I care about this and I don't think it's fair. Yeah, I I don't think there should be a reduction in in the... in the games, then how, how do you run? How do you run a league which is going to be fourteen teams within? Then how do you run that league? Have some foresight and don't include that many teams. Push it back. Tell the other teams they can't come in yet. Well, no, it's too late the, now. The horse is bolted on that. The AFL fucked it yeah. up by the AFL fucked it up by aligning with existing clubs when because it was quick and easy to yeah. do it that way when they really should have just gone with Darabin and not quite Darabin, but something more generic in Victoria at least. That's how they should have done it. And then they would have only ended up with, you know, two per state, maybe four in Victoria. Start earlier and just, and you know, you just tell people that we can't, for now, for this season, we just can't televise the earlier games. I think Innocent Point Seven don't want to televise it. And they don't want to pay to televise it outside of... Oh, you, the... mean, you mean like it's in, in a similar way that they did this year? They don't want to do that next year? Well, they don't want to do it outside the little window that's been put aside initially because they went and got the cricket. Can they not okay. start to nine? So, well, yeah. They probably, they probably nine could. Or ten. But nine and ten. Now thirty-one. They haven't sold it, so yes, they could sell it to them, but none of them are buying. So, yeah. It seems to be, for all that's going on, it doesn't seem that anyone's quite <laughs> in for whatever reason. So, so next, every, everybody next, wants to sell. Everyone wants to be seen to be supporting it, but no one wants to pony up the cash. Uh, yeah, I guess because maybe it's not... What are, because, because it's not financially not viable. Yeah, which TV networks, don't, TV networks don't do that. The AFL have to... They don't stomach, pay for women's sports. No, the AFL have to stomach some of the cost in setting up the league, but I think they expected that some of that would be offset by now by TV, but the only way to do that is to package it the way Seven want it, and perhaps Fox Footy want it. Are Channel Seven doing this at all next year, or they're just doing it in a, in in the window? I think I think I think they're banking on the fact that no one else is going to do it, and they're going to get it on the cheap in the way that they want it. Mm, it's 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 a poker game, but they're pro- at and the moment they're winning because the AFL can't can't afford to call the bluff on it and say we're going to go this way whether you like it or not and go straight to Foxtel, which puts it off free to air TV. They're not really money from attendances because the games are are free to attend. And if we know anything about televised sport, you need to be on free-to-air to really keep yourself exposed. You need to have a fair free-to-air presence, which the awful only has two games a week, I think, currently. And if it's going to five next year and it still only stays two, that's less teams on and less rounds and all the shit that goes with it. I don't see why the finals couldn't be played during the season itself like no one plays on a Sunday night and they're one-off games but another option you you creep into the earliest start of the AFL season but no the early part of the AFL season is literally the worst time 
because wow. it would get it would get cannibalized because at the early part of the AFL season, basically everyone watches everything because no one knows who's good or shit yet, really. And after being starved of it for six months, people are naturally just going to watch more of it. Then maybe they could have moved it to October, but then they'd have a few more weeks, October, November, and run it through finals when there's no games on. But yeah, I don't know. I just as a I honestly I don't care that they're playing one less game, six six rounds and fine, two weeks of finals. So what? The Big Bash used to run off something similar. But I guess I'm on my own on that. Maybe they'll sort it out. No, I think you got to keep the integrity. I mean, if you're being genuine about a new frontier. But there's nothing There's nothing about conferences that doesn't have integrity if you because they're separate leagues that play off at the end. Like, people, people are averse to it, but it, it's not like it's an unfair system. It's no less fair than what we currently have with 22 rounds and 17 shit. In fact, it's probably more so. Um, sorry, go on. Um, no, nothing really more to add. I, I just prefer to keep it as it, as it is. I don't think you should um, have less games. And it, do, it does, it does. From the outside looking in, it does look like a bit of a, as a slide on on the AFL seriousness about the the women's competition. When you bring in more teams and you have less games. I don't, I don't, I don't think the less games thing's good, but I just don't see the alternative, an alternative that actually makes sense. It's a, it's a really difficult window because you're trying to get it in before the AFL season, but you've got all these summer sports. That, that's just Correct. Going to grab grab more attention, and every, and you can't and you can't do it after the final series because everyone's footy fatigued. Well, that's probably the other problem with that. Yeah. Can't we play it in winter? No one's going to watch it in winter. There's already nine games a week of football. There's nothing on a Saturday on Channel 7. That's true, but that's one game. That's like one game around, and there's fucking five of them. Oh, well. And then you don't get the grassroots shit and all the other, you know, they go back to the VFL. And and both parties can find some sort of middle ground. Um, I'm I'm disappointed. And the AFL never let it get cannibalised anyway by running it up against the other one. They would rather take on another sport than take than have it take on the biggest sport in the country that fucking soccer can't topple and yeah. um, basketball can't no. topple. I get that. So what if what if it's what if it went from October? Well that might if they ever keep it and I hope they don't, the pre finals by, that's the week you kick it off and then you stagger it through finals during the daytime. Yeah. When there's then, two games on a weekend. Correct, because there's only four for the first weekend. Then you run it through to November, and if you ever end up with the 22-round season, you take the break through the hottest part of summer and you bring it back for a little stretch at the end. Yep. But that's when you get to 18 teams and a longer season. And, and we're not getting there yet, but we need, at the moment, we need to have a competition where everybody plays each other once. We shouldn't be decreasing games from what we had this year and last year. It should be growing and not becoming smaller. I don't disagree they shouldn't decrease games, but I don't care about one game less either. Like it's You don't care about the whole thing? Not really, but I still, at the same time, I see the realism. So you're like, it. well, I don't care, but if I did care, then I wouldn't care. Whereas I care and I care. So my yeah, what, opinion is worth what, more. Why don't you care, <laughs> no, Starburn? Because I don't care about women's football in the same way that you don't care about women's football, and that's because fine. No one's asking you to care about yeah, it. But for the people who do, 
No, shut up, Dan. Don't make that what this is. That's not what this is. As a product, you don't need to like it, and that's not because you're sexist. It's because it is an inferior product, and that's okay. Yeah, like you're a dickhead. It's an inferior product. That's all yeah. it is. It's an inferior. It's an inferior product, and maybe in the first round or two of the season, I'll have a watch, and then then I'll probably switch over to the JLT. Or when Richmond get a team, that might be the only game I watch per week. But I'm not. I watch. It's not uncommon for me to watch five or six games on a weekend of football in the AFL season, whereas you'd never find me doing that with the awful. Like, I don't believe the league should fold, and I'm not one of those morons who thinks they should play AFLX to make it look more attractive. It's just, there's even I have a limit as to how much football I can be bothered watching. Why do you hate women? Idiot Dan. Goodbye, Dan. Because you're a little, is it, is oh, it because you're a little man? And yeah, and, they're all and taller people, than him, and he doesn't like And they're all tall. <laughs> you don't need to justify it. Shut up, Dan. Well, I support women's football. Good on you, Dan. I do. I, well, you're the not hero as much, that we don't even Matt, deserve. Not, not as much as you, but I do watch some of the women's games, and I'll be watching the North team next year. Yeah, now that you've got Mo Hope, you'll be watching. I hope you've been watching your own Survivor too. You know I haven't. <laughs> you know you I haven't. Be. You uh, no, be. I shouldn't. She's been very and good. I, I don't care. You can stay on the island. But then, then who are you going to watch? Caitlin Ashmore? Oh, you uh, need to learn yes. these players' names, Dan. Uh, and the Ruckman that we got from Collingwood as well. She's pretty good. Emma? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else did we get? We got Carney. We got Garner. Um, I'm well, pretty sure he plays for your men's team. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't merge with all of them. Never give in to them. <laughs> uh, I'm going to play in a women's team next year. Sorry, Anna Mansi, I meant not mine, not mine, I hope. Mansi. <laughs> no, I forgot about Mansi, yeah, you might have Mansi too. No. <laughs> we're not getting Gaff and we're not getting Mansi. We've, we've, we've taken all the, the stars from other clubs. We're, we're not, we're not getting Mansi. She's going Collingwood or Carlton, I think. I don't mind where she goes. Would you be okay with a plane at, at Collingwood? Yep. Really? Yep. Is she going to add something to our team? It's, it's a man. We won't get into that, Dan. She, she still has her genitals, Morgan. I mean, it's a bit... Have you checked? Well, she's basically... We're in an open mic interview. Dan, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We, we can do this. We're not she doing this. She must play for Collingwood. She can play for Collingwood. I'm not opposed to that. If she's going to contribute positively to our team and would do that on her merits as a footballer, then that's fine. Her, her if she's going to be drafted as a gimmick, I'm not interested. It, well, that's that's the other thing. A part of it will be a gimmick because people will watch because she's in the... Well, we, don't, we, we don't need people to watch us. We're not a club that relies on gimmicks. You're right. 
that sounds like something my club would do, and I am a little fearful that <laughs> she might be playing it. Yeah, so if you're going to throw around the gimmick thing, just make sure she's not fucking walking in your back door or your front door. Uh, I wouldn't want her coming in my back door or any door. (laughs) Okay, next. Sean Bergwood signed another contract. Yeah, he might close in on 400. Um, It's good. Good for the game. Champion. He's only got to go. How many games has he played? He Past three fifty this year, so that season plus one more. He, he would need two more, two more seasons and some finals. No, 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 no. no he's past three fifty. He's he's already at, he'd be closing in on three sixty before, or he'd probably be past three sixty by the time this season's over. But he would still need two seasons. Yes. The, fuck. That's what yeah. I said. Oh God. Um, we have to debate the fucking way of the world with this man, and he can't add up two seasons. You're still stroppy about the AFL women's. Just get over it. They'll sort it out, all right? What? And Mansi might play for Collingwood. Is it 3.53? Oh. Well, it wasn't that long ago. It got to 3.50 then. Yeah. But he'll still, by the time this season's out, he'll be at 3.56, which is, at the very least, which is 44 games, two seasons, <laughs> and not including get, finals or an not, injury or two. You'll need two seasons, Starburns. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. Honestly, uh, I've, lo- I've lost complete, I've lost complete control. I've lost, com- well. I've lost complete control on this episode of this episode somewhere during the... <laughs> no. During the intro? Um, have you ever so had think- control? Well, no one can quite control you, but we try. No. Like it's like how Jared Waitley has to control Robbo, or at least he tries. You're, you're our you're our drunken so buffoon. I think they said that because Adam Goods has played the most games as Indigenous Australians, isn't that right? I believe um, so. Yes, at about three seventy mm. odd. Yes, three seventy two. So um, hopefully Sean Bergwijn will pass that. Mm. But it well, would only take one season, a, wouldn't it, Dan? It'll only take one season. Oh, fuck good maths. <laughs> I'll just set him up. You whack him out of the ball. Speaking of Burgoyne re-signing, how about, how about West Coast and Sam Mitchell and this little interesting saga of Mitchell potentially wanting to come back to Melbourne and West Coast calling his bluff and saying, well, you can work out our Docklands office, but we're not releasing you. Um, I think that's valid. Yeah, no, it's funny. I don't know if it's the best thing for them to that's do the so old Dean Laidley Skype um, coaching. but no, that doesn't work. Um, at least they're holding firm. Why would, why would Where's Wachette? I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear what Wachette has to say about about Mitchell. What has to say about this? Because you know it was worthwhile to get him and give up a spot on the list for what he was going to bring for the five years. Still worth it. I, you know, and his 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 leaving has had a negative effect on that playing group. Like Gaff fucking lashed out over it on the weekend. Yeah, um, I blame Sam Mitchell. He's just he's furious. He feels like he's been abandoned by his new mentor. And yeah, yeah, like. And so now, Gaff's going to follow Sam Mitchell wherever he goes to North Melbourne. Anyway, this week on the bay, I think we'll go to thread of the week. What do we got? Oh, screw it. I'm, I'm just going to nominate my own thread on the Dan, back. Dan, shut up. I was going to nominate your thread. I could find oh. it. 
gets two nominations now. On current form, should Cochin be dropped? I'm going to go with a main board thread as my nom because this one actually oh, survived. Guess, this one actually survived on the main it. board. This is welcome to the reach around cast. The, the, the reach around cast. Who did you just nominate? That's, that's what I mean. You're going to nominate oh, someone right. for you too. Yeah, I'm going to nominate. Um, how did Geelong miss out on Warple? I think it is um, from Brain Power. <laughs> It got it got a few yeah. mashes for a troll and all were rejected, <laughs> so, which is which amuses me greatly. Um, the Geelong supporters did not like it, but yeah, I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny. Well, that one probably deserves to be a winner because that one didn't get moved. Yes, yes, that's what I was saying. It got he mashed did. on heavily. Yeah. Yes, yours got mashed on too, but I think heavily mashed on. Mm, but you got. Um, you got done. I can't think of any threads that were started on the bay, though, off the top of my head. There was one funny title. Where was it? Um, uh, Jasmine had it. Please delete the thread. I made it when I was feeling emotional. <laughs> I haven't clicked on it, but it, the thread title just made me giggle. Um, I like... When it comes like to thread made a thread called This Week in AFL Thug Culture <laughs> before God. before Andrew Gaff punched someone in the face. I like I like I like good old post in that. <laughs> More people are watching soccer and they're exposed. <laughs> oh, just twisting it around on the Felody's usual stick. Um No, I can't I'm looking back, I can't really find anything else. Give it the war- the warple thread. How did how did Geelong miss out on him? That, that, with an honourable mention to my friend Dan for his good thread, which was backed up with statistics. It was. It wasn't even. There was no troll. There was no troll. You were just stating st- yes. stats and facts. It was. Well done, Rain Man. Yeah. Flog of the week. Bosk. What what for this time? No, not another PML. Yeah, PM no, no. the last well, PM. Listen, listen, I don't. I didn't see the la- last PM, and I, and I haven't seen anything else with with regarding Boss. So I, I'm sort of loath to nominate him. Yeah, no, I, I don't think we can nominate. Want to put Boss me in the for... conversation? Dan's just I, trying. I, I can't. Dan's just trying yeah, to get in yeah, the conversation. This is, this is this is my lubricant to try and get into this conversation. Um, I can't really <laughs> nominate him. I can't. I can't go on other people's secondhand information, so I, I can't nominate. I'm sorry. Now, I was actually going to nominate the um, the large amount of uh, button mashes, just all of the button mashes that have been yeah, mashing all around the site, all of them that have been mashing their way around the site over the weekend. Mashes everywhere. There were quite a few on the Saturday night as well. There was mashing, like a lot of mashings. And like I see all the site reports. Not so. This isn't the bay. Before anybody gets any ideas, it wasn't Bayer. Bayer didn't have a big weekend. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't just Bayer. It wasn't. It wasn't Bayer. It was. There were no Bay reports here. This was all main board, team board, drafts and trading board, West Coast Freo board. People mashing on Dan for saying not sure. Um, <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So lots of mashes, and I think I think we'll give it to every masher, but I want to give some dishonourables because to every fucking idiot, if anyone's seen this thread on the main board, it's about the Josh Jenkins behind and the goal review. Every fucking idiot who went in there saying the ball went in front of the post so it didn't even go through the goals because they're watching the gif in reverse. <laughs> and it it went it went about that thread went to about the seventh or eighth page before everyone who was adamant that it went through the behinds had finally come to terms and then it was okay overnight. Then someone comes in in the morning and says the same fucking thing on the Sunday morning and it started again. And it was it was peak stupidity. Like, big footy can be really dumb sometimes, but this was... You've got the argument as to whether it hit the post and the goal review system on one hand, which is, you know, fair enough, let that roll. And then you've got these people going, no, nah, I'm telling you, it didn't even go through the goals. <laughs> which, yeah, that was, that was bad. So, um, that's my dishonourable. But button mashes can win, I think. Any other dishonourables? No. All right, so we've just lost Dan, so that's as good a reason as any to wrap it up. So this was the podcast for Round 21. Starburns joined by Morgs. Goodbye. Hope you get better, Dan. Yeah. Sure. Um, the Indian will be out of your system soon. Yeah. Um, probably should have had some bread with it just to thicken it up. <laughs> Soak it up a bit. Yeah. Um, make sure oh, it didn't... Friendly, you um, had your own bread maker. Mm, really nice, nice, thick, um, thick pieces of bread, slice of bread, that would, yeah, that would do it. Mm. Well, you'll learn next time. Yeah, that's, that's what we're here to help. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all when we're back next. Next week. <laughs>